episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen. And today we find ourselves in Exodus chapter 3. But back in the office. But back in the office. Oh, so, so much better. I just feel like so much is lost between a computer screen. I know. You it. know? It's yeah. like hard to read each other's cues. So, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for putting up with that last week of Zoom posts. Zoom podcasts. <laughs> Um, so it's good, right? Um, but uh, we're in Exodus chapter 3. This is a story of Moses seeing a bush that was burning but not being consumed, going to go check it out. And then, of course, he encounters God yeah. on Horeb, the mountain of God. <clears throat> what stood out to you in this passage, Neil? Yeah, there's a couple things. I think uh, one of the big ones was just the, the sheer holiness of God. And the fact that God talks to Moses through the bush, yeah. <laughs> like, and even it, even that kind of serves to protect him from his own holiness. Yeah. So we, we have <laughs> we have God basically saying, "I'm going to talk with Moses." Right. And so he puts a burning bush up to catch his Moses' curiosity. Yeah. And draws him in. He speaks to him. He knows his name, Moses. Moses. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then. He, he engages with him. Yeah. So we have this personal God. Yeah. Right? Who's going out of his way to call Moses. But then we have this holy God. Uh, we see the holiness of God in a, in a flame. Yeah, in a flame. I, and, and, Remove and a, your sandals. Well, and, it's, and it's a unique flame, right? Yeah. Because it's burning but not consuming yeah. here. Uh, and then you have, yeah. It's like unnatural. Right. right, like right. It's not. It doesn't. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you, like you said, you know, Moses, take off your sandals. You're you're walking on, on holy ground. Right. And so yeah, I think we see this beautiful mix of the, the personal, personal and the holy. aspect of God and the holiness of God. Uh, and then another thing that really stood out to me was just God's, uh, as he as he's talking with Moses, really drawing attention to. I know my people suffering. Right. And he says in verse eight, I've come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and to bring them to the land, to a good and spacious land, a land flowing of milk and holy uh, and honey. Holy honey. Holy honey. Uh. The territory of the Canaanites, (laughs) Hethites, Amorites, Pezzasites, Hivites and Jebusites. Yeah, there in verse eight. Yeah. Yeah, So that that idea of this personal God who's holy and set apart. Right. Who. It's come down to rescue his people. And it's promising them to deliver them to a better place. That's right. Which is still a promise for us today, right? Amen. Yeah. Like, you know, like we we might be going through just just exhausting time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've just talked with a lot of people, and and there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of lives. Uh, And it's easy to feel overwhelmed and be like, oh, gosh, is this it? Uh, or you know, but or if I can just survive this next week or that right, next but it, month, well, it, you know, it makes me think of the book of Hebrews mm-hmm. of of all these people of faith. Hebrews eleven, Hebrews eleven, yeah, all these people of faith in the Old Testament said they were looking forward to a city. They were mm-hmm. looking forward to the promises of God fulfilled. Yeah, uh, and and uh, we've seen the ultimate promise of God fulfilled in Christ yeah. coming to save us and redeem us. But we also have this promise of him coming back again. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and just as God came to Moses, he has come to us. That's right. Just as he has called us near his holiness, he is calling us near his holiness. Mm-hmm. And just as God promised Moses um, a better place, he has promised us a better place. Yeah. 
Mm. Uh, so I think I think it's just a, a beautiful passage to just be encouraged by. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, encouraged by, shaped by. You know, uh, I think another thing that is just really important is uh, is how God gives His name. Mm, yeah. Um, here in the text, and like this name is different than any other names like God is set already setting him apart from all the other gods that mm-hmm. uh, people believe in this time, in this region, yeah. in this day and age. Well, and I just love that the I, I am who I am or yeah. I am that I am. It's like the original Dr. Seuss. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, who, who, uh, who are you, God? Yeah. He's like, I'm the God who exists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm apart it. from all the other gods that don't exist, <laughs> I'm it. <laughs> I'm the God who's actually here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm the God who actually exists. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And then I, one of my, once again, another fun part for me in this chapter is just of how God is talking about he's going to call them out. And uh, on their way out, they're just going to ask their Egyptian neighbors, I'm like, hey, man, you got, got, any, got any, like, parting gifts for me? You know, mm-hmm. going away gifts? And uh, basically he'll be like, oh, yeah, they'll give you your their gold and their silver jewelry. And and basically going out, you're going to plunder the Egyptians. Yeah. Um, they'll just, give you everything you need. Yep, everything you need. And, uh, and you know, probably a lot of this is what's going to go into the tabernacle, yeah. you know, eventually. Right. So even even that has a, a purpose of yeah. God providing for his people. So we see a lot. There's, there's a lot to say when we ask the question, what does this say about God and his character? We see his holiness. We see uh, his personal nature. I mean, we see his, in verse 19, his omniscience, right? I know the king of Egypt isn't going to allow you to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see his provision here in the text. Um, there's so many um, beautiful moments where God really displays who he is to yeah. his children. And this, this, and as Moses is intaking this information, right? It is, uh, it is helping to move his heart to be obedient. Yeah. So when you think about what is the application, yeah. sometimes the character of God can lead us to an application. That's right. So because God is holy, because God is personal, because God exists, because God provides, I can endure. Yeah. I can make it. I can obey. I can obey (laughs) uh, because I have this future promise from this holy God. That's right. And so I think it's it's not a, of course, in, in your own life, you have to make that more specific. That's right. So the general, the general application is I can obey. Yeah. But then for you, like as you're as you're reading this text, you have to say, Well, what am I going to endure? No. What what is my current challenge? That's right. All right. How can I endure that challenge faithfully? Mm. How can I endure that challenge with faith in mm. the God who provides? That's right. Uh, and that's how we make it specific. That's right. That's how we implement it for sure. Well, that's to breathe in. Do you want to breathe out in prayer? I do, yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are not uh, an unknown God, but you are a God who has revealed himself. You have made yourself known to us, and you have made yourself known to us in a personal and yet holy way. So we thank you, Lord, that we get to know you through Jesus Christ, and we thank you that you are a God who promises to take us to a great place and to provide for us until that day. And we pray this in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and, and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time with Exodus 6, 28 through 7, 25.